And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. When I'm not smoking a cigar or drinking a Corona on my patio, you can find me on Twitter, at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Manila. I know. So much news going on today, guys. I, I know. What? But, but you know what's funny, though? I'm so used to Jeremy with his fake backgrounds, but he's sitting outside and he's got a flower bed and a picket fence and... and None of that's real. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is real, actually. And it's not what I'd call a fake background. I know you like to say it. It's it's a green screen, bro, with cool pictures. It's, it's Which kind technically of fake, is but it's better background. than my basement wall. Yeah, it's better than what Shane's got behind him right now. Come on. Oh, everybody knows Shane's. Uh, he yeah. have a poster up. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, Shane I was doesn't on, even um, have a wall. He has a ceiling, yeah. is what it is. I did. So I was on Dynasty. You know, I was doing Dynasty intervention with Jacob and Chase on Tuesday night, and that's a live stream. And someone mentioned they go, "Oh, look how nice every." And Thomas Tibble was on um, our guest, and someone's I forget who is like, "Oh, look how nice everyone's background is." There's like you know they're like, "Oh, Chase has a nice setup." Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob has a nice blah blah blah, and then Shane ceiling, and I was like, <laughs> "Yep, that's that's it." So sorry, sorry to anyone if we we've rambled too uh, much and haven't gotten too into. Uh, fantasy football yet what you're oh, that was a whole re- that was a whole like 32 seconds we got bad review on itunes apparently the first 10 minutes of the show we just spent cackling at each other oh, right well uh if he doesn't like <laughs> it then don't listen i don't care um yeah. so the uh, other thing i've got this weird thing going on with my voice tonight but yeah we do have a whole bunch of news to talk about and our news is brought to everybody by underdog fantasy right Underdog Fantasy, the best best ball uh, draft site in the world. Um, actually, I had a call with them this week. Um, with that, not them, anyway. I mean, with Andrew. <laughs> anyway, um, best ball. Yeah. Uh, look, they still have the promo, right? You sign up now, use tr- promo code TRADESHQ, you get 25 bucks. Um, they got a bunch of cool stuff going on. They got some pick 'em stuff. Um, one of the things they have is you can set up your own private league. So like a 10, 12 man league where everybody drafts against each other. Like we're going to be doing with the patrons shortly. Um, yeah. And it's a great site. Like I said, I don't even like best ball, but because of that what? site, I, I continue to play it. Um, <laughs> Come on, bro. You love to draft. No, you'd rather trade. I get it. Yeah. I mean, look, you, that, that's how I feel about it. Now, if I could get uh, underdog to do, host some kind of uh, dynasty, all of that now 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 we're oh. talking that's a whole different thing so <laughs> yeah, anyway but now, go sign up on uh, underdogfantasy.com um use promo code trades hq okay so all this news that's been going on so much stuff happened there's stuff with covid there's stuff with schedules there's stuff with people opting out there's stuff with injuries I know the big one this week was Cam Akers' injury, which, according to Shane, it's been talked to death by every podcast out there. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Cam Akers is injured. <laughs> what? I don't know if you guys heard. He Again? Achilles. Yeah, he tore his Achilles. Just the one. Um, Good. Trade alert. Trade alert. Oh. oh, I got an offer, guys. You tell me what I should do here. Okay. <laughs> so I'm attempting to buy some Cam Akers. Uh, I, I did not send this offer out. Um, this is an offer that came to me in a Superflex league. Uh, I would get Cameron Akers and Pat Fryermuth. Um, and again, this is a Superflex league. And I would give up Tua Talgovalea and a 2022 second round pick. And what other quarterbacks do you have? I, I don't know that that even fucking matters. I know. Um, I wouldn't do it anyways, but I want to know what other quarterbacks you have. 
Because then uh, you say definitely no question. There's nothing that would you would even consider it. Oh, uh, if you had see, twelve quarterbacks, then you'd maybe think about it. <laughs> well, if I had twelve, yes, I have Trevor Lawrence, um, Dak Prescott, and the what we'll get into apparently the new starter in Green Bay and Jordan Love. Yeah, hey, good um, for you. And then that's two Tagovailoa. Oh, that's good enough. So I'm going to hit no. Right. Thank um, you. He does not help me in any way whatsoever. Um, Even if he's able to run again, he's not going to help you enough. No. So wait. So is that what you think, Jeremy? Do you do you? I, I not will want not. I will. I just won't take on a player that has an Achilles injury. I just uh, not at running back for sure. I just don't think. Well, first of all, I had questions about him anyway. I do own him on two teams, only two out of all the teams, right? But um, I'm not. I, I wasn't that excited about him. And I, now I'm, of course, with this Achilles, like, I think you need to trade him and get something positive for him. Speaking of which, we saw some trades just this week in our own leagues, right, Sides? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's been a couple trades. And we also had a, a listener ask us a trade question about him as well. What was the trade you're talking about in our own league? Well, our buddy John Bosch traded um, Cam Akers away for a second round pick. And yep. didn't he, he an offer out to everybody in the league him. for a second, and he finally got a second round got, pick from he got a second for Cam? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not enough. I'm not moving Cam for a second. And supposedly I, he sent it to everybody who had a second round pick, right? Because yeah. I didn't have yes. a second round pick, so I didn't get the offer. Yeah, he did. And and he got a quick taker on it too. There were actually guys fighting over it because one guy was quicker than the other. But I mean, that, but that's just to show you how seriously people take that Achilles injury. They're ready to move him for a second, you know. And like Shane said, he he wants more than that. Maybe he's even seeking a first. Would you go as far as twenty twenty three for a first, not twenty twenty two? Well, yeah, twenty twenty three or farther. <laughs> farther. Well, yeah, because well, we 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 think twenty twenty three is going to be a smash class anyway. So that's probably a better move. But either way, I don't care. I'll take a twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three first. But for a second round pick, the hit rates, you know what I mean? It's not enough for me. So basically, would you want Michael Carter or Cam Akers? Cam Michael Akers. Carter with two Achilles, I think. Yeah, honestly, I, I would just like to get yeah. something. I think the second's okay, acceptable <laughs> in 2021, really. I would do it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to see, I'm not going to, for the upside of what Cam could be. I'm not giving them up for less than a first. And I understand if people do because the sample size is incredibly small and we've never had a player in his prime like this get injured with this injury. But it's also a devastating injury. It's the worst injury yep. you can have in all of sports unless you're a pitcher and you get Tommy John surgery. <laughs> right. Which, how didn't that guy know he was going to need surgery at some point? Because <laughs> oh, his name was Tommy John. He had to know. He's the first. So wait. Like so Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Lou Gehrig didn't have any clue he was going to get Lou Gehrig's disease? Come he just on. went down the Shane rabbit hole. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, Dennis Leary. Oh, that was a Dennis Leary joke. I remember. That, but, all right, that's so you been a joke for 50 years. <laughs> but you started this whole conversation by saying you're trying to get Cam. So were you able to get him anywhere since you said you were trying to get him? No, because my offers are terrible. Oh, okay. um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to – because I'm not actually willing to pay up to a first, it appears, uh-huh. even though I say I would only take a first. It's one of those situations where I want a first to give them up, but I'm not giving up a first. I tried Devontae Parker in a second. Um, that was shot down. Yeah. Well, um, really? Because <laughs> well, I'd love to have Devontae Parker in a second. Anybody out Cam? there? And, and the two places where I have Cam, please send me Devontae Parker in a second. You can have him. I could see. Look at Shane. Shane's like looking <laughs> on his on his computer. Where? What two places do you have him in, Jeremy? <laughs> um, and two leagues. Shane's not in. <laughs> ah, that's funny. New Kingdom Dynasty, and then um, uh, I can't remember what the other. Oh, my FFPC league, um, where I did get a a decent offer that I'll probably 
consider um, with, uh, I think, me sending Cam Akers and a pick for Juju Smith-Schuster, who has both Achilles to play on, as it were. Oh, um, so I'm, I'm debating with, uh, I mean, uh, um, you know, trade bartering with that guy right now. Well, we did have a, a listener that asked us a question about a trade with Cam Akers. And uh, it's from CDN Leota. I guess it's CDN L-I-O-T-T-A. But sure. he says Ray Liotta. It's Ray Liotta. <laughs> it's Ray, Ray Liotta follows us. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, shout out Ray Liotta. Everybody's getting all these no, uh, actors. Ray Liotta. All these One guys of my are favorites. These, I thought the same yeah, thing. People keep getting these actors on their shows because they're in the SFB league with them. But Ray, reach out to us directly. <laughs> we'll get you on the show, man. man you are great in Super Cop. Uh, <laughs> well, so he asked. Cop uh, lane, cop lane, not Super Cop. <laughs> Anyway. He has this, he has a twelve team PPR with 0.25 PPC superflex tight end premium, and he's a rebuilding team. And he was offered Acres for Chark and his twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three second. And the team up. he has right now is DJ Moore, CD Lamb, Jamar Chase, Godwin, Rager, Chark, and Schwartz, and Swift, Etienne, and Jay Williams at running back. He also has three twenty-three firsts. Seconds, uh, seconds. Look, they're they're fun. This is what seconds are for to trade, right? Right. Um, so he, he would get acres, and he'd have to give away Chark and a twenty twenty-two second and twenty twenty-three second. And I don't think Chark's worth a first in most leagues. Um, uh, I think I would take that. Yeah, I, I think, think I, I would take I would take acres there. Yeah, uh, the, the the upside on the risk there that is very mitigated risk. I mean, DJ I don't, yeah, Chark, I don't like the offer that he got, you know, with Chark and those picks. But um, look for something else and still trade Acres, as you guys know, that's what I want him to do. No, 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 no. Somebody's offering him Acres, and oh, he would yeah, have to gotcha. give up Chark in the two twos. And I told him I would do it. You know, especially a twenty twenty three second. Who cares? You know, I could get that back. But uh, I told him I would do it, and then I told him I'd ask you guys on the show. So. So wait, Man, so Jeremy, now that you understand that. it, w- would you do it the other way? Now that I understand it, yeah. No, I don't want Cam Akers, so oh. no. Okay. Yeah, I, I, okay. I mean, to me, that, that, that price is cheap enough. DJ Chark is a guy that I, I liked. Um, he fell on his ass last year. Um, but I, I think we've seen that he's not a wide receiver one, right? Um, he's probably at best, and no disrespect to him, uh, <laughs> wide receiver two, maybe a low-end wide receiver two. Uh, those particular people are, uh, replaceable. Um, Cam Akers, I mean, look again, I understand it's an Achilles, but we don't know how he's going to come back from it. He still could be look. he could miss the next two seasons and still just be 24. You know what I mean? If he he wasn't fully healthy in the next two years, still be just 24. So I will take Cam Akers. Take Chark in the, in the picks, take whatever, uh, wide receiver two in the picks. I would, I mean, I get what Shane's saying though. So the thing I was going to ask you guys, is this something that right now, because it's so new, everybody's trying to move him or not move him or grab him. But what about like eight months from now when people like he's not going to be on anybody's minds? Do you think it'll be easier to acquire him later in the season? No, at, at that point, if you've waited eight months, you're just going right. to hold. No, no, no yeah. I'm not talking about waiting. You're you like Jeremy saying he wouldn't even send an offer. He's not interested in the guy. So what if somebody has him and he can't move him? Do you think eight months from now he'd have an easier time moving him? Or? No. Okay. No, he shouldn't. Harder. At that point, he, he's already done the hard work. I mean, he's got stuck with him for the eight months. At that point, you just hold on to him. 
So that if you want them, you need to get them now is what you're saying. I mean, it's not that you got to get them now. It's just if, look, if I'm the Cam Akers owner, if I haven't traded him away by the beginning of the season, well, then unless you're giving me a player that I can use for points right then and there, I'm, I'm on a run or something like that. Right. There's no reason for me to make a move at that point. And there's a slew of players that are just going to yeah. keep him parked on the IR, too. Yeah. Because they love Cam Akers. They're just going to leave him on their IR and not even move him. Yeah, and, and you're right. Maybe down the road when somebody, if he's ma- if he's making the run for it, he might – throw them out there to try to get over the hump or whatever. So, you know, there wasn't another injury that we were going to talk about, but there was a surgery with Michael Thomas. And, of course, that whole thing brings him. (laughs) Son of a bitch. So he got surgery last month, right? (laughs) I didn't even get to finish it. June. So here's something crazy. So I'm in a league with, um, you know, Scott and – uh, Sue Ann uh, is a patron of one of his, and it's a league she put together. It's like a video game type theme league. <laughs> and last month, I offered her Michael Thomas, and she said, I heard rumors that he had surgery. No one anywhere could validate that, literally. Like, I thought she was just batshit crazy. I went on the internet, I looked, I went on the Twitters, <laughs> I looked, nothing. And she even said it. She was like, I swear I saw it somewhere. Yeah, he um, did have surgery. Apparently. You she saw it somewhere, and this jackass is going to be out until October. <laughs> and you remember last year, Jeremy, in the in the off season when we were doing all those startups, and I was grabbing Michael Thomas everywhere. I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> and then that whole year sucked. And then now it looks like we're starting off again. Yeah, that injury, sucking. man. Yeah, it, it hurts. <laughs> Does. So so how does that affect Kamara? Because I can see this giant chart on our show sheet for Kamara. So I'm assuming that's what you wanted to talk about, Shane. Wow, Kamara. See, and here here's the only problem with like splits. Um, one, they're not really representative and they're kind of a, a faulty thing to look at, but they're fun to look at, right? Splits are just fun with, you know, when you look at a, what a guy did with or without someone in the, the on the field. We have to also take into account these splits are with Drew Brees last year, right? Right. Yep. <clears throat> or whoever might might not have been actually come to think of it because he missed a bunch of games too. So anyway, last year, Alvin Kamara in do, 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 eight games without Michael Thomas scored 30.8 <laughs> points per game. 30. <laughs> I like how you laughed when you said it. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his receiving yards went up by uh, thirty about thirty three a game. His scoring went up by about a tenth of a game. So then you know I looked at it and I was like, well, wait a minute though. Alvin Kamara scored six freaking touchdowns the last week of the season. Like that that had to that really had to boost his scoring up, right? Right. So take that game out. What happens? Take that game out, and his scoring falls all the way to twenty seven point two points per game. <laughs> From- yeah, all the way. <laughs> with no Michael Thomas. That's what he did last year. And then with Michael Thomas on the field, 18.7 PPR. And totally unsurprising game. based on how much Michael Thomas was targeted by Drew Brees. Um, but, yeah, this is great for Alvin Kamara, Woo-hoo! the owners. My BFF. I saw – yeah, I saw Rotoviz splits earlier today, and they're almost identical to the ones that you posted. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, that's a really, really small sample size. You know, what it's hard to take away much from one season when you know the games were split between Taysom Hill at quarterback and Drew Brees. We don't know who's going to quarterback this year. There's no Michael Thomas for the first what 
probably four to five weeks, whatever October is. Yeah, um, Emmanuel Sanders isn't there anymore. Jared Cook isn't there anymore. Maybe Troutman steps up. But I just thought it's fun to look at splits sometimes. That's all. Well, but when you're yeah. talking about Alvin Kamara, then who's going to be the wide receiver? Oh, um, <laughs> well, I, I, I decided Your eyes, again. Like, like, got really big. Yeah, I looked at splits again, and I thought so little of them that I didn't even add them. Um <laughs> Because I looked at Traquan Smith, I'm like, Traquan Smith had to like ball out without Michael Thomas, right? No. Not so much. He had about 9.8 points per game without Michael Thomas. Again, different quarterback situation. Emmanuel Thomas, um, excuse me, Emmanuel Sanders was there. Uh, Jared Cook was there. Who knows? Um, the good thing, Traquan Smith was a guy that I was actually I touted in the DLF draft guide um, just because he's so cheap. And he did set Marquez Callaway too is there. Marquez Callaway. They don't have any, I mean, the confidence level you have in Taysom Hill throwing it to, you know, those guys, right? Yeah. Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway. Mike, did you catch that? Yes, uh, I caught it. Nick Bennett and Adam Troutman. What about Jameis? What about Jameis throwing it to him? Just messing with you, man. Uh, He would, I think Jameis would be good for Traquan um, because he's going to, he's going to throw it. He's gonna go. He's gonna throw deep balls, yellow balls. And real quick, I just need everyone to know that uh, Traquan Smith did set career highs in games started last year: targets, receptions, yards, and uh, not touchdowns. So he had uh, thirty-four receptions for four hundred and forty-eight yards. Exciting. But I mean, it's still it's still a career high for him. But yeah, him, Mark Cal's Cal, Mark has Callaway is another guy. I you know what's funny is. Um, before the Michael Thomas news came out, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was just thinking of like really thin offenses and the saints have one of the thinnest offenses in the league. You see, you just took Michael they Thomas do. out. Now it consists of Alvin Kamara and dudes. <laughs> according, dudes. according to ESPN, the starting wide receivers are Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway and Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris is another guy that I like. Those but, are the I mean, three. these are all, I don't out of the three, if I had to bet on one guy, because that's what you have. Yep. To do, right? Out of the three, if I had to bet on one guy, it's Alvin Kamara. So get you some Alvin <laughs> Kamara because the other guys Doesn't really count. come on. Yeah. Already, already super expensive. So if I had to choose out of the three, I'm going to go with Traquan Smith. Yeah, and I grabbed Traquan like I think like 18th round of the Scott Fish, and part of it was that conversation we had I had with you, Shane, when you were talking about him. You said you wrote about him. You know, <clears throat> that yeah. was part of the reason. So the the other thing on this news thing is just about your infinite infinite sadness. Why are you so sad? Just you know, look, I'm tired of hearing about Deshaun Watson coming to Philadelphia. <laughs> I don't want him here. I don't want him here at all. I hope you get him. I need him. <laughs> I need. I need. Jeremy. I need all the talk about him coming to Philadelphia to just stop. I don't. I don't want him here. He seems like a horrible human being. Um, and more importantly, for fantasy, he will ruin all my Jalen Hurts shares. Um, me and Scott Connor did a manic and chill last night, and we talked through some outcomes for Jalen Hurts, and most of them aren't good. Most of them are very bad if Deshaun Watson ends up in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, yeah, um, they all should be bad if he ends up there. Like, even even if he were to end up with the Texans, then the Texans have their own number one draft pick next year. So they could just replace him, too, the following year. So I need Deshaun Watson to, I, I don't know, make up with the Texans and say he wants to stay there or um, go to prison. Because I, <laughs> I, need, I need Jalen Hurts to be left alone. 
Yeah, well, it doesn't look like uh, he's going to go to prison. It doesn't really seem that way, and it doesn't look like he's going to stay at his own team. So he may end right. up in your own place. Both. You know, but then the other one is that whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's been saying for a while he's not going to play, he doesn't want to be there, whatever. And now it's like falling onto Devontae Adams today, too. They were saying that talks with his contract extension has stopped, and now he's unhappy with the team as well. Yeah. They're blowing that place up. They don't want their good players. Well, I don't. It's more like our good players don't want to be there. Like yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah. doesn't want it's to be mutual, there. It's a mutual, mutual thing. He for sure. hates Green Bay with a passion. Um, and yeah, so we added it to the news blurb. Obviously, right before we we hit record or right. we went came on the record, there was a tweet from someone. If I could find it on this show sheet, <laughs> do, do oh here you go from Pro Football Talk. Um, Pro Football Talk tweeted out that. Uh, I got waited for a lot. So their over under uh, win totals have disappeared from DraftKings, points bets, and Westgate, uh, <laughs> which are you know sports books, um, based on rumors that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. Um, <laughs> and then Devontae Adams doesn't want to be there either. I saw. Yeah, so that that came out actually earlier today um, that Devontae Adams had broken off talks with the Packers because he wasn't happy with how that was going. Do you think do you think any of this has to do with the Green Bay Packers are the only team in the NFL that doesn't have like the traditional owner and and office and all that stuff? You know, it's this whole thing where the people own parts of it and all that kind of stuff. No, I mean, because they can still have a, a, a normalized management structure. You can still have a GM and a president. Right. You can still have a, a president of football operations. Um, you can have whoever's in the power position not saying things like a month ago when he goes, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a – what did he say? What was the quote that he had said about him? I don't remember the quote, but I'm just saying, do you think it would be different if there was a Jerry Jones type or, you know, a Robert Kraft type that well, could go in there and say, hey, sit down, shut complicated, up, Complicated, complicated fella. He called him a complicated fella last okay. month. Remember when we talked about that actually on the show, like that's probably not a good – Good move there. Like Aaron's a pretty sensitive dude. Like he already kind of hates you. Um, and then you're going to come out and say he's a complicated fella. But even that um, guy's not an owner. Like if there was an no, owner but, uh, that could no, step up and say, hey, sit down, let's talk. No, this because out. no matter what, look, he, he's in a power point position of power for the uh um for the team, though. I mean, sure, an owner that an owner could always come in. An owner could make things worse too, though, because an owner could be like, you know, a bad owner. It could be like the Cleveland Brown owner up until last year, just sticking his nose and shit that he shouldn't, shouldn't even yeah, bother. And with, I think the Packers I mean? are a bad owner, and I think Rodgers is complicating things too. And obviously, Devontae Adams, um, you know, BFFs of uh, Aaron Rodgers, all those stats obviously on his side. You know, it's it's a stupid situation for us in fantasy football for sure. I don't think we're going to solve it. So I got an offer pretty much as soon as the tweet um, hit. Um, then it was revoked um, <laughs> by our good friend Tyler Guntener uh-huh. of Dynasty Happy Hour. Um, <clears throat> he offered me uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I would give up uh, Jerry Judy and uh, Larry Roundtree, who I was – the biggest shock of this offer is that Larry Roundtree's on my team. I was unaware <laughs> of that. After uh-huh. last week, we talked about Larry last week. We did. Apparently, he's on my roster. I am a Larry Roundtree stand. Um, <laughs> Without knowing it. <laughs> yeah, so he DM'd me, and I was like, no, dude, he's retiring. 
But now I'm thinking, you know, and someone else made this point on Twitter, Carson, uh, not Carson Daly, because he hosted TRL, (laughs) um, but uh, Carson Palmer. Remember, he retired once and then came back and played like five or six more years. Sure. And, and you know, maybe that's his way out of there. He, he Apparently, he just wants out of there. So maybe he'll retire and then sit for a little bit and then unretire, you know? Kind of like Gronk. He retired and then came back over there with the Bucks. He just wants out, I guess. So, uh, I mean, let me ask your Rogers opinion. going to play. I think it's, he's going to play, too. It's a Yeah, it's a start nine super flex, right? So he said super flex. Super flex. <laughs> that sounded like sounds like me and Canton last year. You know, I, I've got a few receivers <laughs> just you know, this roster has Justin Jefferson, C D Lamb, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, Jarvis Langer. I got some wide receivers I could start. Right. Um quarterbacks, not not that great, Bob, but we got Kyler Murray and Ben Roethlisberger. Now, so wait, so you would have to give up Jerry Judy and you would get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and Larry Roundtree. Let's not forget Larry Roundtree. Well, who cares about that? But you know what? He's a person. Yeah, we already forgot Larry Roundtree, yeah, yeah. even though he and keeps saying it. I know he's a person, and I didn't mean anything personal to him. But you know what? It sounds like you have enough wide receivers there, and maybe, just maybe, if he does play, which Jeremy and I both said I think he's going to play, that would be a big boom for that team All for, right. if he well. did it. I'm gonna. I'm, wants to get paid, guys. Come I'm on, gonna. I'm gonna. So again, uh, what's his face? Tyler revoked the author offer already. Oh. I've already told him to resend it. Um, he sent it. He sent a gift to me that I don't quite understand what it means. <laughs> um, it's um, and you know, I'll just put that out here. The gift is um, a guy with a gun loading his gun. Does that mean what he's gonna send it? I don't know. Why don't you just send it to him then? I'm going to send it to him. Now, Tyler, I don't know if anyone on, in listening has ever traded with Tyler before, but it, Tyler's a sli- slippery fucking fella. To, uh, he's a complicated fella to trade with. Why? What does he do? Because um, he backs out all the time where you're like, you think you have a deal, like you talk. And this is why I hate talking about trades because you, nothing. it's not a trade until it's actually, you know cement it but gunther is a fickle fella he is sure. yes he will be like oh yeah i'm all about this trade what do you think about this and finally you'll be like all right tyler send it over i agree and he'll go oh i have to think about it now and you're like mother <laughs> we were just talking for three and a half hours what were you doing during that time you son of a right, right. you know we just can tell him go ahead jeremy just send him a just message him and tell him hey listen he didn't get the jeopardy gig and we know he's upset about it but it was never going to pay as much as it's going to pay to play quarterback for the green bay packers that's it (laughs) i thought he was trying to tell you to tell tyler something he's talking about aaron Rodgers. you know (laughs) it's funny we could do an entire show just about that whole process of talking trades because i hate that too i hate it it, there's one guy in my home league that does it all the time hey would you be interested in this guy and then if you say yes and then you say send something over oh never mind i was just wondering you know or you agree to a trade (laughs) like if we agreed on a trade right now just, you know, any of us together right now, we agree on a trade, send it, and I'll accept it. That's what you would do. Yeah. You just agreed to it. I mean, yeah, you didn't click on the button to accept the trade, but you technically agreed to the trade. Most people are like that, and they're liked. They're well-liked by their friends. Don't be <laughs> the guy that says, okay, and then renege on that. Come on. You know, no, you're, you're not any better than your word. You know what's funny, Jeremy? When this started, you had that beautiful picket fence and the and the flower bed and everything. Now the only thing we could see is your eyeballs that they look kind of red with a glow around it, and that's it. Your the whole I guess it 
turn nighttime and you don't have any lights out there. So it's really kind of creepy. So, but you had a trade on the show sheet, Jeremy. You have one from the FFPC, right? Yeah, and I had to, you know, the, you should have taken the picture earlier, Mike, because it is dark out here now, and I didn't want the mosquitoes bugging me, so I don't have the lights on. But some trade offers, Mike, that's what I have on the show sheet, some terrible trade oh, offers they're from offers. the gentlemen, if I called them that, in my FFPC Dynasty League. Absolutely terrible offers trying to take advantage of me in my sadness for losing Cam Akers. They're trying to come at me for Kyle Pitts, who I traded Travis Kelsey to get, Travis Kelsey in a fourth for Kyle Pitts in a second. Great mm. trade, I thought. It was pretty cool. I am not moving Kyle Pitts straight up for J.K. Dobbins. Guy says, this is an even value trade, in my opinion, and helps you with your acres issue. Yeah, it definitely helps me with my acres issue, but it totally screws me with my tight end issue. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, and, and for, for those unfamiliar, FFPC rules are one and a half point PPR for tight ends, right? One and a half point, yep, for tight ends. You know, you only have 20 players on your team. Start mm -hmm. 10, 10 on your bench. You go down to 16 in the offseason. You have to have studs on your team, not a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and and we, we've we talked about this over the years. God, four years. Um, when people send a message and tell you why it's a good trade for you, <laughs> that's always – it's always a red flag to me at least. That, no, yeah, they're just being a salesperson me. at that point. <laughs> that and this guy sends me deals every other week. The other trade is even worse, and that guy sends me a trade every week. He's, <laughs> well, he's relentless, well, but they're always pretty bad. What were you saying, Jade? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you know, like someone telling me why a trade is good for me is as much as a turn off as getting punched in the balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really? All right. It's exactly like I think they're I think they're comparable. I think those are comparable uh, things. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you telling me why I need a trade is as much as a turnoff as kicking me in the balls. <laughs> um, so Jeremy, what were you mentioning? You, you kind of referenced oh. it when Shane was saying this thing, but what was the other offer that's so bad? Yeah, I've got to be careful. Shane likes to talk, man. He's a gregarious guy. He likes to get in here and do this. So I have to pick and choose. You know, I was being crafty. I wanted to allude to the other trade because this guy offers me a trade every week. It's usually pretty terrible. And in this case, it was so terrible, he didn't preface it with any comment at all. He just sent the trade and didn't say anything else. He's like, hey, I'll give you Daryl Henderson and Alexander Mad Madison, you know, two backup running backs, two oh whatever God. you want to call them, for Kyle Pitts and that's not enough. I'm also going to ask for a 2022 sixth rounder. It's so funny, too, because we always make fun of like fifth and sixth round picks and stuff. But right there, it seems like an insult that you have to give a sixth with Kyle Pitts. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think he's just a little loopy or something. Maybe he was drunk when he sent this. But I mean, come on, guy. I don't need a I don't need a running back so badly that I'm willing to give you Kyle Pitts. What the f I mean, what the heck? Yeah, you know, there, I think... <laughs> I find it, and personally, we were talking about being insulted, and we'll just keep talking about that stuff. Oh, I made a trade. Trade alert. Hey! Nice. Yeah, it worked. Love it. It worked. I gave up. Ready? Yeah. Larry Roundtree. Not uh, round. Uh -huh. Roundtree. Uh-huh. And Jerry Judy. Uh-huh. And I got back Aaron Rodgers. Yay. All the risk is Are on you my serious? side. Good job, bro. I, I, all, the, all the risk is on my side. But <laughs> you know what? Look, you only live once. You only live once. And all I, the risk and most of the points. Are yeah, exactly. Side. Look, if it works, like we've been saying it a lot over the last couple of months that the guy's going to play. He's just a little baby. He's just crying, whatever. If he plays, then that's a, a big win for you. What did you say you had? You said you had Kyle, Kyler Murray and Ben Roethlisberger? 
Yeah, so that, that, that makes my new if assuming Roethlisberger plays at some point, or excuse me, uh Aaron Rodgers plays at some point, that'll give me Kyler and Aaron uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers at QB, which is a little bit of an improvement over Kyler and Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Although Ben reported to camp and looked in phenomenal shape. Um, sure. He cle- no, he was actually lost a lot of weight. I don't know how. I'm not saying it was drugs. <laughs> I'm just saying he lost a lot of weight and it's very suspect because he is a giant. By not saying drugs, you're, you're implying I'm just, that I'm just, I was going to say, has anybody even I'm, implied no, that at look, all? I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that it was drugs. I'm just saying he was 380 pounds a month ago and he just walked into camp last week uh, around its felt uh, 230 pounds. Can I just um, tell you, it's so great when you say stats like that, like you say it like it's so confidently, but how do you know how much he weighed a month ago? <laughs> oh, he was no, fasting. He was fasting. No, Come you on. can – well, so there is actually a way to measure um, the fatness of someone when they walk by, <laughs> and I'm fairly certain someone did that and they put his weight out. Okay. So let's go back to this horrible offer that Jeremy got because it is something that I meant to ask you earlier when we spoke about Cam. With Cam Akers getting hurt, this trade offer is somebody sending him Daryl Henderson. Do you believe that <laughs> you're shaking your head already? It, who over there with the Rams, who's going to be the running back right now? Is it Daryl Henderson? Is there yeah. any word that they're going to get somebody else? What is it? Jake right now Funk? It's Henderson. Yeah. What about Jake Funk? I mean, who, I mean who's Funk, it going to be? If we're going by fun names, it's Jake <laughs> Funk. There's no way it's not. But, um, it's going to be Henderson. Look, and I, I don't know that Henderson's going to be able to. Okay, I know. I do know he's not going to do what Cam Akers was going to do this year. I mean, he, he's clearly not as good. That's why the Rams tried to replace him. Right? Um, can he put up adequate numbers? I'm sure he can. I'm sure he'll have a few weeks where he gives you running back one numbers, uh, and you'll feel like a superstar. But I, I got a feeling there's more weeks you're going to end up disappointed and wanting more. Um, and also just the whole process of buying Daryl Henderson right now is not a process you should make a habit of. You should not be buying players at their peak value when they're players like Daryl Henderson. Like you should have been buying Daryl Henderson three weeks ago. Like you yeah, should when he was bu- cheap. Right. Right. Sure. Like, like you should be buying Tony Pollard now, not when Zeke goes down, Yeah, you know, if, and, and don't handcuff your running backs. I've said this a couple different times now, like don't, don't own Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. And then when Cam Akers goes down go, well, at least I have Daryl Henderson. Cause that's You've not said it a couple different times. We've said it like a million times on this podcast. Oh, I mean, just, this week. <laughs> just this week. I'm, I'm just saying this week in case people, yeah, it's a bad me. play. We, we don't support the, yeah. the the backup running backs on any on you know no yeah. no handcuff running backs come on but you know what I think is interesting the Jake Funk thing I get what you you made the joke about the funny name and everything but but we've talked for years that the third and fourth string running backs could be starters in week 14 and 15 and keep an eye on these guys that are on your waiver wire I don't think anybody drafted Jake Funk in any rookie draft that we were all in you know and now all of a sudden people are like hey maybe he has a chance you know so I guess last week when we were talking about who could be the next Antonio Gibson the answer was Jake Funk (laughs) but the thing about Daryl Henderson too when you say don't go buy him right now I mean what if they sign 
girly or what if they make a trade or what if I, I know <laughs> apparently they're not but i was hoping they would but i mean you never you never know they could sign somebody else or grab somebody else or jake funk could be it so be careful about trading uh for daryl henderson that's for sure so so those were the offers that Jeremy had, but Shane, you do have some trades on here, right? Let's go back. So to- let's get back into Jake Funk a little bit, right? <laughs> okay. First, first of all, he was in college for five seasons, so he's Van Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> was he really? Was he in college for five seasons, really? Yeah, he was a junior <laughs> twice. And look, I don't want to judge you. Look, school's hard. You know, not everyone passes. At, it was it's probably because right? of football, dude. He probably had an injury. Uh, no, yeah, you know that makes more sense. Got a yeah, year of eligibility. I think you're right because he only played three games in 2018, and then he only played two in 2019. Wait, let me so. ask you something. That that brings up a question. I never thought about this when I went to college. I went to college at the University of Florida, and then I went to FAU. But I I continued it. But I worked and went to college, so it took me a couple more years than the normal four years. If somebody is in college for like eight years, are they allowed to play football all eight years? Or is there some kind of eligibility thing? I don't know, because I don't watch college football. Yeah, you have to basically get a waiver or an exemption anytime it's more than four years. And it's usually due to injury. Now, there there are also, when you graduate, I think... On time, you can get an extra year of eligibility. There's some weird stuff like Russ Wilson, and that's how he ended up in was it Wisconsin, Wisconsin his final college yeah. year? From, yeah, from Carolina. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I, 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 for whatever reason, I never thought about it. But the coolest ahead. thing is the three of us have all four years of eligibility for any sport, so we could go back to school and like be on a team. Sweet, Let's do it. Yeah. So, what about Jake Funk and his five years in college? So Jake Funk gotta have the funk. Um, nothing but the funk. Um, he set career highs in rushing yards last year um, uh, with 516 yards. Uh, um, he set career <laughs> high in receiving receptions and receiving yards with 10 receptions for 68 yards. Um, <laughs> I like how you kind of slow down uh, when you say it. So, I mean, if you look at his career numbers, 135 attempts for 968 yards and 23 receptions for 134 yards. He that's an excellent season. And it's not even an excellent season. That's a good <laughs> season. That's a good season um, for the Terrapins of Maryland, which are turtles. Um, I Sure. I guess, look, uh, the opportunity is king, right? Yeah. But I can't see Daryl Henderson losing his job to, to, to Jake Funk. If I'm betting on anyone, it's going to be Henderson, but I'm not paying the bet on him. And you heard it here first, Larry Roundtree, Jake Funk. We got it all folks. It's funny too, because Jake Funk, so what it's a seventh round draft pick is what he was. So when I just clicked on his name on MFL and I clicked to see what league he was in, there was only one league that I'm in that he was drafted in the rookie draft. Guess where it is. HQ one. Yep. HQ one. Our 16 team league that has, what do we have? Five rounds of rookie draft or something? Yeah, I was going to say, there's (laughs) there's no one that's not drafted. It's 16 times five. I'm not great with math. That's 80 rookies. 80 rookies, right? So he's on on Heiserhoff's uh, Heiserhoff's uh, taxi squad. (laughs) Yeah, that, that. 
everyone gets drafted in that. Like if you've ever played football, um, you're getting drafted. I drafted Bo Jackson um, this year. And, you know, I know I put all $1,000 on Des Bryant just in case. Just, you never know. You never know. You know, and it's pretty funny. I'm looking here to see where he drafted him. Uh, Oh, here it is. He drafted him with the 5.01. So the 65th pick in our rookie draft (laughs) he took. And and you know what's really great about that is uh, there was still another... There were still another 15 picks after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's probably where guys like uh, Jacob Harris and such had went. Yeah. Frank yeah. Darby was the second to last pick. Frank Darby. Frank Darby. Remember yes. when I asked you about him the other week and you're like, I don't want Frank Darby. And the final pick in that draft was Noah Ga- Noah Gray. Tight Noah Gray, tight Kansas, Kansas City. City Chiefs. Yeah. So um, we did have a couple trades that you had here, but you want to move those to the patrons? Yeah, I think we did enough free shit tonight. I think it's about time to jump to the patrons. And just in case you weren't aware, um, we do have a patronage, uh, the HQ crew. Um, And this week, the crew, um, don't share this with anyone, but I actually shared an article with them that I wrote. Um, You also tweeted that out to the world and told them, and you put it on Facebook too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, we'll cut that part out. But anyway, um, yeah, no, you get this week. I, I went ahead and released some additional content uh, to our our patrons. It uh-huh. was a about a twenty five hundred word um, deep dive into ADP and startup drafts. Um, just a really, really deep dive into looking at where you should draft specific positions, um, dead zones for some positions um where you can find hidden value so uh hopefully the patrons like that um i got good feedback from them so if you wanted to become a patron you'd get to read all of our bonus content um but more importantly you'd get to join our group me chat uh with the thousands and thousands of patrons um talking all the time awesome always about football um you'd also get the uncensored version of this podcast as well as bonus podcasts and zoom sessions and swag so if you're going to join a patron and you're going to join just one patron i suggest that it's the crew if you're going to join two of them Join ours twice. <laughs> and, exactly. and in a couple weeks in Canton, Ohio, we're going to do something special with our patrons, all the ones that show up at the convention. So that's going to be fun. Jeremy, tell everybody about our store. No. Yeah, we do have a store. It's dthq.storenvy.com, dthq.storenvy.com. Shirts, hats, stickers, mugs with our cool Dynasty Trades HQ logo, and a bunch of new stuff coming soon. Awesome. And check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our iTunes account. Give us a rate yeah, and review. Apparently. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to rate and review us badly, go f yourself. I don't <laughs> want that review. I, I, I know people, look, give me legitimate feedback. Um, I, listen, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I do. We, we don't ramble as much as many podcasts do in the beginning. We also aren't like, you know, we don't dive immediately into it. It's not like, hey, my name's Shane football yeah now look we we warm up a little bit it's kind of like sex you can't just nice. slam it in sell it. you gotta you gotta you know you gotta warm it up a little bit at least guy. keep the commentary funny or something you know yeah, listen, so I'll, I'll, make it make sense i didn't Come even on. know about it till you said it live on the air that we had we had that comment but look Terrible you know, we've we've had fun here and to me I don't care. If, if they don't want to hear it, then don't listen to it. I want to have fun. We and always we've, have fun We've been here. having a great time for years, so yeah. we'll keep doing it. Um, and uh, listen, thanks for listening. And we're going to go do the Patreon thing, and we'll talk to you guys next week. So say goodbye, everybody. 
we're going to do it our way or no way at all. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you Thanks. Bye, Shane. Bye, Shane. <laughs>